Okay, story time. Uh, why I became Catholic. So, um, I was not raised Catholic. I was not raised in a religious household. My family didn't really talk about that stuff. I wouldn't say we had, we weren't like morally skewed. It was more like just figure out, like you can figure, like you're, I remember hearing a lot, um, you're smart, you can figure out right from wrong. And that was what guided me my entire childhood until, um, until college. And up till that point, I was always doing things a little bad. I feel like I would cheat. But I would justify it. If you guys know what like consequentialism is, it was very big. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but I like was a big fan of it. Where I would say something like, "Oh, I can cheat because if I cheat, I'll get better grades. And if I get better grades, I'll get a better job. And if I get a better job, I can like give money to charity and stuff. So I can cheat." And I would do like all these things, like, like very opposite of uh, is it called virtue ethics? That's what it's called. And uh, I didn't know all this stuff back then, but I, I would find myself I would cheat. I would cheat like with like girl, like literally cheat, but I would also cheat on exams and just all these little things. And then I justified in my head. But then uh, I got to college and I joined a fraternity and then I lived with two fraternity brothers and I was like really off the deep end, like partying on weekends, weekdays, drugs, sex, drugs and rock and roll, all the stuff. And I was very not happy with myself. And I was finding it hard to like justify all this stuff and do my mental gymnastics as I usually do. And I didn't know anything about Christianity yet. I still didn't know. But I found, I started finding like the 12 rules for life. And like Ben Shapiro was starting to come up now, this thing called Daily Wire. And I was starting to like watch some of that. Um, what else was going on back then? Breitbart was a thing. Uh, I was just like starting to like see some of this stuff. Didn't really know anything. And then I came across a video where they said, uh, like, like watching, like, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it on a lot. Well, like watching websites you shouldn't uh, is like bad. And I'm like, bad? How could it be bad? <laughs> and so I, I like went down that rabbit hole. and was like, maybe I should stop doing that. And so I was just like slowly stumbling into uh, <laughs> like traditional morals. Still didn't know anything about Christianity until like grad. uh, Oh, I'm glad you got inspired, man. Oh, I mean so much, dude. Oh, gosh. Um, anyway, uh, so I still didn't know anything about Christianity when I graduated college, but I was still pretty bad with drugs and drinking. And then I got a job at, somehow I did decent at school and got a job at a law firm. Uh, and that's where I met my friend Mike. So Mike, it was a law firm, so we build hours. So it was like a billable job. And for anyone that's done that, it's like very competitive. You always want more hours than the other people and it's your salary is dependent on it. So anyway, um, Mike outbuild me, was in better shape than me, <laughs> seemed less stressed and was like all always loved in the office. Like everyone would be like, how do you do this thing? And they'd be like, well, check Mike's. I'm sure Mike's done it before. Just use his work as a template. And it's like, oh, this guy's killing it. Like what's his secret? And he didn't drink really. And, uh, he told me once he was like, no, I don't like have sex outside of marriage. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. And he's like doing this whole different lifestyle. And I'm like, all right, bro, I want what you got. Like you're crushing it at work. So we became friends. Turns out he's devout Roman Catholic, um, homeschooled, super, super Catholic. And it also gone down like the apologetics rabbit hole. So we knew what he was talking about. Um, I do upload them to Spotify, Mateo. 
I'll drop the link after this, okay? Tradition Transformed. That's the name of the podcast. Anywho, Mike uh, knew his stuff, and he was very normal, very chill, and we would just hang out, and I would say things to him like, <laughs> like, bro, it's her body. Like, let her, <laughs> like, if she wants an abortion, dude, like, who are you to come at her? And he'd always have, like, good answers and stuff. And then I would get mad <laughs> when I was, like, showering that night and be like, dude, what the heck? And so I'd always, like, lose these arguments. And I'd say something like, dude, just let gays get married. Like, what's the problem, dude? And uh, he'd always have an answer. And then I'd, like, be frustrated, go to bed, and think, like, man, like, that made a lot of sense what he said. Hey, Kevo. So over time, we started hanging out. He started just, like, planting seeds. And then one day we were hanging out and he's like, yo, I actually got to go to like, I got to go to church. I got to go to mass. I don't know if you want to like come with me. And I was like, yeah, bro, I'll like go with you to church. That's cool. And I went and it was a little intimidating, right? Like it was a reverent Novus Ordo. So it was, a, it was incense and stuff. And um, yeah, just new experience. I'm always down to try new things. So I went, people were chill. And then that kind of became a ritual. Him and I started like we'd... Uh, We'd lift on set. Sometimes we'd lift on Saturday, chill for the day, and then hit mass Saturday night. And it kind of became like a ritual. And I would just ask questions. I would say I was searching before then. But um, it was fascinating to me that he always had answers. And that's obviously the cool, th really cool thing about Catholicism is the moral philosophy is dependent on reason. And so everything's like you can, you can justify all the moral points through reason, which is awesome. So he knew him and uh, I would find that really fascinating. I loved like arguing debate. So I, I would say in the beginning, guys, it was the reason side, like the the apologetics that got me into it in the beginning. But just because I was like nerdy about it, I hadn't developed any type of like personal relationship with Christ. It was just fascinating to me because you got to imagine I came from something that had nothing. So like, no, like I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to justify like, why murder is wrong or like why rape is wrong or like why the love of a mother is good. Just anything of that. It was just like, it, it is, it, it is what it is. So anyway, come to find like traditional Catholicism. You're like, Oh my God, who put all this thought in all this? <laughs> this was fascinating. And then, uh, I'd never met a priest. And then one day I was asking like a lot of questions. He's like, bro, why don't you just talk to my buddy? He's a priest. And I'd never met a priest before. I thought they were like old people that were weird. And then I meet this guy, Father John, at a coffee shop. And he's like my age. He's like, oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> he was a VD. He was a vocation director. I didn't know that. But I don't know what that was back then. But he was like a young guy, cool. And he's like, oh, what's up, dude? Get his story. He played like college football, decided that he wanted to like serve the Lord. So super cool guy. But uh, it was just like a blast of a different reality because you have these preconceived notions. Anyway, him and I really became close friends. We still are. I mean, I'd want him to like do my wedding and stuff, but, um, anyway, him and I started getting coffee every week. So I had all these questions. I was fascinated. I was like, why do I have to go to confession with a priest? Why did Christ have to come down and save us? Like, I'm very interested in the answers here. And he had a, I think he had a PhD in theology. So he was well read. Anyway, we'd get coffee every week. And then I feel like he's busy. Like, he can't do that all the time. So he was like, why don't you start talking to my friend, Chad? And Chad was the head of RCIA in Milwaukee. And I still didn't really know what's going on. But they're like, <laughs> they're guiding me down the funnel. 
and I started hanging out with Chad and Chad knew more than anyone. And so I did RCIA really weird. For those of you that know what RCIA is, it's like how Catholics get into a church when you're an adult. It was really unique for me. I just met with Chad every week at a coffee shop and we would just talk for like an hour and a half of straight theology. And uh, he'd be like, go read this book, come back. We'll talk about it. This guy, Bishop Barron, peep his YouTube, like you'll, you'll love it. And then we just, I just so much. And we did that for like six months. So six times four weeks. So I had like 24 to 30 hours with Chad and that was my RCIA. And so did that, did the uh, stuff that like a catechumen has to do. And then I got in um, and my sponsor fun story was an attorney at the law firm I worked with. Um, like an old guy. So anyway, it all worked out. I guess the thesis of that is it was it was the fact that you could reason to truth. Like I could reason to why abortion is wrong through the Catholic philosophy. It's fascinating to me. And so they have an answer. Like for anyone that doesn't know this, they have an answer to it. Like the moral philosophy of Catholicism is based on reason. So um, like a Catholic, I don't want to mess this up, but I'm pretty sure like a Catholic metaphysical belief is like uh the best way to like you can reason to truth so that means it's all reasonable like the summa it's super reasonable so anyway just blew my mind then after i became catholic uh it didn't stop <laughs> i got super into it um one of the like first weeks after i became catholic i started hanging out at like a discernment house not because i was discerning i didn't really know what that was yet I just, they had the answers. That's what I was fascinated with. These people had the answers to the questions I wanted. So as you know, you become who you surround yourself with. So I'm around all these discerning people and like seminarians and then priests. And so I'm like deep in it now, but I've only been Catholic for like a couple months. And uh, yeah, I just started getting really deep into it and then started reading the books and then this is kind of interesting. I started to change. So from now, I went from a friend group who was like total party animals, like trying to like have sex as much as you can, like just being an idiot. And then like all these frat guys and then the law firm with like all these prestigious, like douchey people. And then to have all of that change to like super Christian Catholic like seminarians. And so... I had like a weird relationship with all my old friends then. I didn't know how to like interact with them because I did a total 180. And uh, yeah, it was a really interesting time for me. But anyway, I ended up discerning and uh, like I made the decision to discern and I discerned with the Dominicans just because I still, I still liked the the reading part. And Dominican, for those that might not know, there's an order of uh, friars called Dominicans and they're their charism, their like specialty is like preaching and study. So that was really appealing to me. But remember, I just became Catholic. So if I'm being honest, looking back now, uh, could you explain what it means to discern? Yeah, I can do that in a bit. Um, I just became Catholic, which means I was, I came into this. It wasn't the right time to discern. It was like too early. I was like, whoa. Because, but I had just fallen into that group and you become who you surround yourself with. So that was a really interesting thing to me. I had a unique experience with the faith. Excuse me. Anyway, um, I ended up realizing, 
Okay. So during this time, I'm almost done. <laughs> during this time, uh, I'm not working on myself. I'm obsessing over the faith, not doing focusing on work and I'm out of shape and I'm not talking to any ladies. Uh, and I'm not making a lot of money. I mean, I'm making my job, but I'm not like pursuing my like life purpose and monetizing it. So as I, as I think I've talked about this in my content, I like push all that stuff to the side and I just deep dive into like, you know, the ecumenical council documents, whatever it was. Well, then I don't know what I want to do. So I'm not working on myself. So I haven't like developed decisiveness, which is a thing all men got to develop. It's a very important quality. I couldn't decide. That's a big decision to go to like be a novitiate. Do you attend mass often? Yeah, bro. I'm Catholic. Um, it was a decision to go be a novitiate. So I couldn't decide. I couldn't like pull the trigger. But then I worked at a law firm and people were like, why don't you go to law school? I'm like, okay, go to law school. And then I'm like, but I really want to be a coach. That's my dream. So I had all these things pulling at me. And uh, eventually I just leveled up and was like, I can't do all of these things. It's pulling me apart. I got to just be decisive. I got to like change my identity and say, I am, I'm a decisive man. So I did. I decided that what I truly wanted to do was be a coach, be like a, like an influencer, do all this. And, uh, I didn't want to join the Dominicans. Maybe a better way to say it is I wanted to escape with the Dominicans because I don't want to worry about all this stuff. I want to just be like, yes, that's nice. Especially in this culture, we can all understand why it would be nice to just like, ah, we're in a, we're in a friary. The boys are here. Our life's taken care of. It's just chill. I want that. I think like God, I guess, wanted me to go and pursue my, it's very difficult, like start a brand influencing company and like impact the world. Much scarier, but I think it's what he wanted for me. But I think I got wrapped up when I joined in this like hype of the faith, just based on who my friends became. So anyway, I made the decision. I was like, okay, no law school. I'm going to be a coach. Dropped out of law school, quit discerning the Dominicans, told them I'm not joining. And, uh, yeah, started pursuing bodybuilding and then I started pursuing and I started my coaching company. Thomas, dude, the guy Thomas here, uh, he remembers when I had like 50 followers and uh, I had no money. Just I put, So I put all my money into law school and that because, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I drop out and I'm like, shit, I've just put all my money into law school. So I was like, I better sign some clients like today. Uh, but that's good. Putting a fire under your butt is a great way to start scaling quickly. So, yeah, my man. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's how we got to where we are today. It all started with a friend who was outperforming me at work and I was jealous. So I wanted to hang out with him. So, uh, I think I caught all the questions. Oh, you said, do you go to mass every Sunday? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's a requirement as a Catholic. I'm pretty sure you're not a practicing Catholic if you don't go to mass every Sunday. I mean, with some, some people miss, you know what I mean? But like, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, to be a practicing Catholic, you have to go to mass every Sunday Eucharist at least once a year and then confession once a year. Someone Google USCCB requirements, something like that. I don't do daily mass. Oh, thank you, Mickey. It is. There we go. Uh, yeah, so that's my story. Hope you guys found that interesting. Some testimonies are very inspiring. Sometimes I like to hear them, so I wanted to share mine. So, okay, that's it for tonight. Don't forget the holy days of obligation. Paul, coming in clutch, my man. Okay, 
All right, we're good, guys. Um, yeah, someone asked about the podcast. It is on Spotify. I'm waiting for Apple to review my ID, whatever that means. But once it's get reviewed, I'm putting it on Apple Podcasts. So uh, if you got value, go ahead and drop a like, and I will be podcasting at least five times a week. In the meantime, feel free to check out my page. I got tons of value for Catholic men that want to practice what they preach. All right, guys, have a great rest of your weekend, and God bless.